Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. From the company that brought you the critically acclaimed and award-winning Earthworm Gym comes MDK, the next generation of video game. Welcome to the future. Good lord, is that the future? I love that prototype of the game. It's so good. It's sort of okay, good. I want to play as trash. Hey, everybody. Oh, geez, that was weird. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Play Retro. Yeah, that's right. Play Retro is on. And I'm Scott Johnson, one of your hosts. And I don't think I should be able to float around very well with this spaghetti thing out the back of me like this. Mm-mm. Maybe I'll just get on the ground and blow up some dudes right up close. Mm. How come some of these sounds seem like they were ripped from the Earthworm Jim Rom? Because mm, they probably were. Mm. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I am here on a mission of delivering kindness in my skin-tight rubber coil suit, sniper-equipped HR Geiger nightmare headgear, and my never-ending arm Uzi. Now, how about a headshot of kindness for all you aliens stealing my world's resources? Mm. Kindness delivered. Mm-hmm. You've been MDK'd. <laughs> MDKO. MDK'd. That's right, right in the head. We're going to talk about MDK today. And some of you at home are going, what? What the hell is that? Oh, if you missed out on this weird thing, then uh, you missed out on a very pivotal point in yeah, video games. Yeah, you were around in the 90s and you've been, you played the Dooms and the Quakes mm-hmm. and and that kind of stuff. And then you looked over here and went, hey, what is this thing over here from the Earthworm Gym developer guys? Yeah, what's this about? You might have been blown away. Yeah, you'd find yourself going, what the F? Uh, We'll get into all that, so stick around for some discussion that goes pretty deep The 90s were weird. The 90s were effing weird. They were weird. And the further we get from them, the weirder they get. I mean, the 80s we can look at, and I almost feel sorry for those people, but the 90s people... I, I don't think they care if we feel sorry for them. They don't care at all. I think they're, no. Mm-mm. No, they don't give a shit. But I can tell you that I, I love the 90s, and the further we yeah. get from them, the more I love them. It was a great yeah, decade. I love being alive during the 90s. So we're going to talk a bit about that and other things around it before we do. A couple of quick uh, retro notes for the week. I've been playing, for some reason, I don't know why I picked it up again, but I am playing Metroid Prime, sorry, Metroid Fusion again oh. uh, on my Steam Deck, of all things. And... um. Yeah. Man, it's good on that thing. It's so good on that console. Good. Holy crap. It's very good. Um, now, you might say, Scott, what are you doing? But they've got a new Metroid game. Well, they do, but I'd have to, you know, that that would be illegal. What I'm doing is playing the Steam version <laughs> of the Metroid collection. Oh, okay. So you actually purchased something that was on Steam that was called the Metroid collection. Yes. They also have the, uh-huh. oh, you know what I'm thinking of? 
Am I playing? Listen. I might be playing the ROM of maybe that, and I'm thinking of the. But so you may be playing them on the Switch, maybe right? Well, the Castlevania games, maybe is what I'm thinking of, because the Castlevania okay. games. I don't think they've got Fusion on um, on the on the GBA stuff on the Switch yet. I think that's coming though. Okay. I hope they hurry. They got they right. got the the, the uh, SNES game, but no no Fusion. And for my mm-hmm. money, as we've talked about on our Metroid uh, episode, Metroid Fusion is my jam. Yes, I didn't get that into it like you did, but I I did like it. I am very interested in new Metroid, and I'll tell you, I've been Jones in the breakout my game. Every time we start getting like in the PS One era kind yeah. of in our in our reviews and stuff, sure, I always want to break out my uh, GameCube and play some Metroid Prime. I just. Just, it, it you just, you just it, feel it, that itch every it. time. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty damn and good. And this game that we played this week, MDK, mm. kind of gives me some Metroid vibes. Metroid, uh, I'm uh, having just, that. Just I'm, the Metroid Prime vibes. I'm, I'm playing the new uh, Redhead Jedi Survivor. Oh game. yeah, the Redheaded Jedi. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Ginger <laughs> yeah. Survivor. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. I've been playing that, and that, and and the game that came before it, the uh, Jedi New Order. New Order. It was. Yeah. Um, they both remind me of Metroid games. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I totally. play them kind of like that. It's like, I'm the only guy out here. It's just me and this dumb robot and um, mm-hmm. getting shit done. And that's and the way I like it. Traversal and new things unlocking. And I don't know. It's got a Samus energy to it. I like it. Right. I'm here for it. Fall in order. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think fall in order. Fall in order, order not it? new order. We said new order. <laughs> What's new order it's from? The, that's it's something. It's the Jedi's uh, New World Order, I think is what we were What thinking. is the new order one? Oh, that's... Uh, that's uh, Wolfenstein. There's a Wolfenstein New Order. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, I, that's what I did, Brian, with my retro time. What'd you do this week? Uh, well, I accidentally. Well, you know, I was I played with that uh, that that A500 Amiga Mini just the other week, and uh, my my youngest son came by and stole my keyboard and mouse that I was using to do all that stuff with, and I said, "Well, I need a new keyboard and mouse," and so I made the mistake of ordering a mechanical keyboard which i'm showing on screen now this is a one-off just amazon i didn't spend too much it's called major b or something like that mm. and i ordered the it was like uh 25 bucks or something it lights up with the little rainbow effects and everything you know what that looks and like that ordered, looks like something uh the cave johnson people in portal 2 would use to like uh use their computer systems yes That's like a very it's got cool... all these it's got all these thing. blacks and oranges and grays and yeah. the you know the whites are kind of off white has that retro kind of look to it uh i did I, the keycaps actually come separately i had to order those those were more than the keyboard themselves this is what i learned um over the weekend when i showed this on stream on uh this this past weekend i had a bunch of keyboard heads in there and i didn't know it and they were all like Oh yeah, what kind of what kind of switches are in those? And I'm like, first of all, it's like switches. I don't I don't know. What you're Keyboard about. heads like the the right, right. Ca- like the actual keys. Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no. People who are really big into keyboards. Oh, I thought so you were, were naming the me, bits. All right. No, Sorry. no, there wasn't a, wasn't a bunch of keyboard literal heads talking to me. There were people who were into <laughs> keyboards. Yeah. Uh, keyboard nerds. How about that? Keyboard yeah. nerds popped online and said, "Hey, I saw a keyboard. I heard somebody talking about keyboards." Yeah. And so they start busting in. It's like, "What? What kind of switches are those?" And I'm like, "Switches. I, I I bought the I bought some keys for it." They're like, "No, no. Is it clicky, clicky?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah clicky, clickies." And they're like, "Why well, don't take it? Take one of the keys off." I'm like, "All right, let me take a look here." Oh, they're they're blue switches underneath the keycaps oh, are blue switches. Okay. What does that mean? And they was, they started explaining, you know, to, to how all that works, and they said. Uh, you should probably get th- this color, brown switches. And I'm like, some people are like, oh, only brown switches for me. And so, yeah, I learned so much 
over the weekend That's great, about though. mechanical keyboards. Yeah. I also learned that I'm really slumming it by paying $25 for this thing and then getting the, the keycaps. Because to really enjoy a mechanical keyboard, you apparently got to sweat over it a lot and spend upwards of, you know, $150, $160. And then, then maybe you can start to uh, come to enjoy a mechanical keyboard, apparently. Tell me if you can hear this. So I got a new one as well. It's an EVGA right. brand. It's pretty standard. It's nothing fancy, but check out the sound on this thing. So I don't know if anyone's... I know that you'll be able to hear it, I think. But can you right. hear that? Can you hear that? Oh, I hear it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good that's a good chonk. It goes yeah. chonk, chonk, chonk. You can hear it bottoming out. That's what people want with a keyboard like this. I think. I think. I've heard yeah. that. You want... Like, Wait. if you're going to go mechanical, why do you want it to be quiet? You want to be loud. I went in red. I went in red. Well, mechanical... The, the clunking is not necessarily something you need unless you need to hear that the key has been pressed. I'm a programmer. I program a lot during the day. So apparently, even though I just mistakenly got the blue, the blue switches are good for people who are programming and they need that tactile feedback so they can tell they've, you know, the key has been pressed. Uh, the, the, I think uh, some other colors... Blue, uh, brown or, or red or whatever is more for for gamers i think and once again this just all general information i'm, try, I'm trying to absorb all this stuff i had no clue that it got this deep but it gets deep man mm. if you want to if you want to explore the depths <laughs> of keyboarding especially in the retro era yeah because people are like oh yeah i need this ibm format type of old style keyboard i'm yeah. looking forward to learning more I can't say that I'm I'm not even near an expert, and I'm sure people are going to write in uh, playretroshow at gmail.com and tell us their favorite, which I love hearing stories. Hit me up on Twitter, all that good stuff. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just now dipping my toes into this. And Bill Arafon, who is, uh, who is one of our community members, has offered to help me out with this stuff. So oh, nice. I can't wait. A keyboard nerd, yeah. you might say. A keyboard nerd, yeah. exactly. A keyboard nerd, and I, I can't wait. I like that Speaking you called. Nerds, I like that you called Twitter that good old stuff. No, that place sucks. It's bad now. It's a bad place yeah, to be. Yeah. But anyway, what is it Go bad? Ahead. Yeah, it sucks. But Twitter sucks, dude. It's bad. It's a freaking cesspool. Right. Now. It's a it bad really. Place it's to not, be. I don't even mind the cesspool because I've gotten used to the temperature of the cess. That's been that's been there forever. I don't like that it's no longer a stable platform. I the the cesspool doesn't bother me because I can block people. Yeah, you I can, can block make the Twitter cess. into my. You know, into what I want, even though Elon Musk is trying really hard for that not to happen by going, even when I block somebody, people still show up in my face. Well, then that bring, that goes to your point about its unsta instability. It's, un it's unstable. I don't like it. Uh, he let a bunch of people go, you know, and it's like, oh, we only need this many to manage. Apparently not, because now, you know, the other day I was on a Twitter desktop and it kept logging me out and I looked and, like, you know, yeah. hundreds of other people were saying the same thing. You so weren't I'm the like, only one. It's yeah. become unstable. Yeah. It's become stupid yeah. and lame. But anyway, yeah. the point is, um, I got a Blue Sky invite, so I'm feeling pretty positive about that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about your Blue Sky invite. Where's mine at? I need to get um, you one. As soon as they, you know, they're supposed to drip feed us new invites as Oh, users. that'd be awesome. When they do, that's how they're going to get the, I guess, during this phase, that's how they get new users. So right. I'm going to uh, hold them for all my video game pals. You, John, Bo, they're going to get all my you first go. ones. And then and everyone I'll, else. I'll baby bird that thing like this. <laughs> yeah. You're down there just like eating my barf like a bird. Right, yeah. yeah. Feed me, Scott. Oh. Feed me. <laughs> All right, well, that... Uh, well, wait, wait. Before yeah. we get on Go. that, I, got, I had one more going. retro nerd thing that I wanted to just just a shout out there. So just, just as a shout out, uh, printables.com. I put a link in the in the, uh, in the the chat room so or in the notes. 
uh, is a place I go to all the time for my 3D filament prints, and it's what got me into 3D printing. Um, and they are running a contest right now called uh, a Retro Game Boy Accessories, and it ends in four days, and you can do up to five entries per user, and they've got 95 entries so far, and I am digging some of this stuff. I've seen this really nice Nintendo Switch ergonomic Joy-Con grip with Zelda crest, and it's like, in the center of it, it's kind of like flanged out, so it's so cool. And there's fridge magnets. I got a bunch of magnets I want to try out as well. Um, but they just got a lot of cool stuff coming out for that. Uh, That's for, awesome, for dude. Printer. And are these models yeah. like STLs and crap you can download and Correct. use? Correct. Yeah, you just you click on any of these. Uh, since it's printables, there's I don't think there's any fee for any of these things. You just click on them and you print them out. I want this Game Boy patent art thing. I want this like. Oh, yesterday. isn't that cool? Yes, the patent art is kind of like a, you can you Ooh. can uh, it prints out like a little picture I with those real thin that. lines and stuff. I gotta get it. That's one of them. Got to get it all. Got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get it. All right. Well, awesome. Very cool. Go check that out. Printables.com hey. and uh, look for the uh, Game Boy accessories uh, thing they're doing. Uh, we'll put it. We can put that in the show notes as well if you're trying to click Oh, yeah. I think so. Link. Yeah, totally. Um, all right. And I, I tweeted it. Oh, you got Oh, good. Place. Well, you yeah. should have tweeted it. Well done on the tweet. Yeah. You did it. Tw- Twitter. Go. Catch it. It's hot. It's hot and new. <laughs> catch it. It's hot. Uh, all right. We're going to dive straight into our main topic this week. MD. Okay. Shall we play a game? Sure, why not? Let's play a game. Let's call that game MDK. What does it stand for? Murder, death, kill. And uh, this uh, is what it sounds like. Some people say that. Yeah, some people do. Here's what it sounded yeah. like at the time. Yeah. Some wind. Some lasering. Monkey, a, ch- a monkey. A chim- like, what the hell? Yep, a chimpanzee of some sort. Very intense music. And if you're thinking to yourselves, "Well, I don't remember this game," let us regale you with its virtues today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game, like you said, is MDK. Now, you let's get this out of the way right away. You say, or I say, murder, death, kill, because I really thought right. that was it. But there's some, uh, conf- there's some complications to that, right? Like, right. we don't actually know. It could stand for Mother... Uh, Mother's Day Kindness. Cookie, or kindness. something like Mother's Day Kisses. Mother's Day Kisses. Mother's Day Kisses. The, That's perfect. Yeah, Mother's Day Kisses. Yeah. Even it, though the game, it, it, seems about, it seems to be more about murder, death, and killing, but still, you know, right. it's possible. Yeah. Uh, Shiny Entertainment, yeah. uh, who developed this game uh, back in the 90s, was, was they they had a marketing problem. This is They, they were tied in... Was it Playmates? Was it Playmates. Is, that, is that the right name? Uh, yeah, the, the toy company. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And so they had it, you know, they had to market this game carefully. They couldn't just call it murder, death, kill. So they called MDK. And then they they you know uh, shyly go, Oh, we don't know what it stands for. Mm, maybe it's some um, mission uh, kindness delivery. You know, it's like that like, what, what was it called? Uh, delivering like delivering kindness. Mission oh, delivering kindness. Got it. Mother's Day kisses. If you ask any of the developers, they'll give you something. Uh, a different, including all the way down to the uh, the the first character of each of the uh, your primary characters, the first letter in their names, right? Which is uh, Max, uh, Dingus, and Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Professor Dingus. I can't remember what was his name. Well, his remember. name. So the professor. Well, I have audio of that in a second from MDK two because MDK one was weird. 
yeah. that it didn't have. The, we're talking things. about kind of a next gen 32 bit kind of experience at the time, and everybody mm. upgraded the computers to play this thing. It was like super hard on your hardware and all this stuff, uh, but it didn't have much in the way of like audio work. Like it had sound effects, like you heard in some of this music, but there was no voice in that first game. It was no, just kind of no like action and let's go. Second game had like narration and character voices and all this stuff. And the character, I believe's name was... Do I have this? Hold on, I might have it. The messes were large, but the pay was good. No, that's not it. Maybe it's this one. That guy, that voice actor, you've heard him do plenty of stuff. Oh, yeah, he's been around. Kurt Hectic never wanted to be a... Kurt Hectic. Yeah. It's How dumb is that name? How dumb? That is that is a dumb name. I've watched so many interviews this past week, uh, mostly with Nick Broody, who is the primary uh, driving force behind this game. Yeah. Um, creative, Creatively, anyway, especially... And, yeah, he talked about it, it was partially named after Kurt Cobain and then a, um, a character in a movie. Uh, and they, he, I think they said some kind of line that was like Kurt Hectic or something because mm-hmm. his brain was hectic. Yeah. So it's very loose. A whole bunch of. So basically, they just threw a whole bunch of ideas uh, on a table and they kept the stuff that was fun. Yeah, they went and, with it. And it's very action oriented. Yeah. It's very run and gun. It's a third person shooter. With some exceptions to like, like right now we're watching them bomb, uh, or watching him bomb some facility. Yeah, is that is that Max? I think is 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 Max. Uh, are you controlling Max there, or is that? Uh, I don't remember. I'm not sure. You can call in a bombing raid, and that's what's going on right that now. That might Max be what is the, it is. The six legged dog. I still think there this lifted up. This lifted up Kurt somehow. But it Kurt might be. Kurt looks like uh, one of the skins, like the default skin in. Um, Oh, what's the four-player co-op shooter He's that right. everyone likes? Can't think of the damn thing. Oh, Warframe. If you've played Warframe oh, yeah, the new at all, Warframe, yeah, this guy looks like Warframe. You were. Like hundred percent. Every time I played Warframe, I went, "Hey, you took a little uh, MDK idea, did you there? You know, it looks like somebody. You know how when they ride, when uh, when when bicyclists wear those really long uh, aerodynamic helmets yeah. that go all down to their ass. Yeah. It kind of looks like that because it's supposed to be like a. It's inspired by Geiger art. Is it Giger, right. Geiger? I never say it right. Whatever. Geiger, Giger, Giger. Um, sorry, Giger, Giger, yeah. Geiger. Yeah, uh, from Alien. Yeah. You know, you've seen Alien. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the artist, yeah. the design, like the xenomorph and stuff. Um, yeah. Amazing artist. But the point is, like, it's clearly inspired by that stuff, right? There's no way yeah. they didn't think of that. But also, the... see, here's what's weird, though. My memory of it when I played it back in the day was, first of all, right. my PC freaking choked on it, and I had to buy some new hardware. Oh yeah. That was number one. Uh, number two, when I did get it working. The look and the feel of the thing, uh, I thought was way weirder and like, t- like, <laughs> like kind of dark toned and all this. It's really goofy. When I played it this week, I was like, this thing is goofball as hell. Yeah, it is much more. It's I, my experience with this and Serious Sam were kind of similar. One was more in a fantasy setting, and one of them's in a sci-fi setting. This sci-fi setting, it was the same. Mm-hmm. It felt really adultish because we had been so used to seeing... We're, we're just now getting into the 3D era. As a matter of fact, uh, the primary character is just sprites. He's 2D sprites. The thing that was choking your PC was was this draw distance that's going on yeah. uh, with these really pretty big worlds mm-hmm. uh, that makes use of the, the coolest aspect of this game which is the uh the sniper yeah the sniper stuff was, was really in. unusual at the time because even like quake and and some of those earlier examples you didn't have that kind of d- distance on guns right like, no you could, the uh, uh this once again goes back to nick broody's original vision of wanting a game 
or a, a game mechanic that you could shoot a guy in the eye from really long distance with accuracy. So yeah. Yeah. They, they put that right in this game. And it, and it, it, it I have to say, even playing the old version of this, it works pretty well. It's not bad. It's fun. It's a it's a fan. Everything about this game is fun. There, I didn't get too frustrated, except for some of the platforming. Once again, this is Shiny Entertainment's first uh, 3D game. Mm-hmm. Um, all they've been doing before then was stuff like Earthworm Jim and a lot of you know all just just 2D stuff. Yeah, and uh, Aladdin. And so here they are uh, in, into the 3D world, and they kept a lot of their platforming gaming mechanics. And sometimes that was a little frustrating, but I remember that being a thing anyway when I first started playing. Uh, you know, first person, third person games trying to platform just seemed impossible. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I just wish it was more. Well, I, you know what I wish for? I wish for MDK3 is what I wish for. Like we wish for MDK3. We got an MDK2. Uh, I haven't seen Nick Broody anywhere. One of the things I always do when we do these shows, if there's a developer that I was interested in, I you know where are they at now? We haven't seen Nick Broody in a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I he's doing. I don't up know to. what he's doing. Yeah. He last, he was working on a new project for the. A reboot for the uh, Amico thing. Hmm. Remember that thing's oh, not, yeah. that thing's had all kind of controversy surrounding <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And then, of course, it was 2020. I think was the last time we really posted anything on that bird site. And uh, yeah, and you know, COVID hit. So I I don't know where he's at. But if anybody's got a pulse on Nick Broody, let let me know. I'm I'm curious what he's what he's up to now because yeah, he he's, he's he's been active constantly since you know the 80s. Mm-hmm. Busy dude, so, and then suddenly nothing. Yeah, hope he's all right. Uh, the, yeah, the game sure. itself though is just so tonally weird. Like on the one yeah. hand, it's like ooh, Geiger or sorry, Geiger art Geiger. looking stuff, and this place is weird and dark and mysterious. And your guy is like this half alien, half man, rubber suit man thing, and his weird parachute spaghetti out the back of his back and all that. It's just so weird and strange. I- how did you feel about that parachute, by the way? The sniper, the the head sniper gun didn't bother me any, but I always was like, ah, oh, that parachute wouldn't work. Yeah, it would never work. <laughs> it wouldn't work at all. How's this, yeah, how's this string string parachute work? Is it full of helium or something? Mm-hmm. But it was cool because it felt like, symbi- it's almost like symbiote. Um, and I'm sure they got some yeah. inspiration from from Venom and those comics oh, at the time. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? They but- pulled, they, they I think spiders, uh, don't they, don't they fly on like some kind of, Something similar or something like that. A lot of popular culture references in anything that Shiny Entertainment does. Yeah. You know, they're just they they love popular culture, and so they oh there it went there it went. Did you just see K nine and yep. you, we sucked it back up to the to the professor? Yep, that's how you get it done. And then you talk yeah, to the Kurt's, professor, and he's a poop. He's a poop. I didn't know any. I didn't know anything about this story because I think when I played this game, I wasn't really big into reading manuals or anything like that. I just jump right into the game. And this game does not give you much information other than, uh, you know, there's there's some aliens attacking the Yeah, uh, listen to this line. Earth. It says, you're getting a news flash and you're, on, you're looking at his mission board. And it says, a huge city night crawler, or sorry, mine yeah, crawler, crawl. is uh, headed straight for, these are, it's a horrible font, heading straight yeah. for the small town of Kerkaldi, Scotland. And that's all you right. get. That's your story. And you that's go it. fight. You, you get yeah. in and you start shooting stuff. Yeah, that's it. And now, that's okay. For it, the era we were in, it's fine. Right. Whatever. Now, there is a movie you can watch if you don't click past that. And it kind of introduces some things. But it doesn't, doesn't tell you stuff like Kurt is the professor's janitor. Mm-hmm. And uh, the professor, and you're all in space because the professor got uh, tired of being hacked on all the time. Uh, on Earth, so he decided to go to space, and there he made uh, the six-legged Max dog, 
robot, robot Max Dog. Yep. So robot yeah, Max a lot of yep. '90s weirdness in this. The, very, the very drop much. part right now, what they're doing right now, yeah. that was brand new to me. Uh, we we see this a lot more now, but uh, you know, you drop into the area kind of like you would in like when you watched the Aliens movie. It's yeah. like oh, it's time to it's time to do a drop. Yeah, well, think of it as like uh, I don't know Fortnite or Halo something drop and yeah. We do it now all the time. Right? Yeah, it's a common thing in games now. But the the, yeah. the these giant candies that you eat, so stupid. Um, that reminds me of uh, Crash Bandicoot, the the wombat fruit or whatever it is. Totally. Oh, you talking about the you talking about the nice big uh, tootsie roll? Yeah, the big tootsie rolls. But it doesn't matter. The yeah, fruit, yeah, yeah. the tootsie rolls, all of it. They're big, dumb, and dumb. And I'm not yeah. saying that that. I mean, this is the era where we don't know what we're doing yet in 3D. We just don't know, right? <laughs> We're trying our best. We're making some weird choices. We're making it happen. I'm fine with that. I think it's the. I think I preferred the tone of two. Two felt like they knew what they wanted to do more than one did. Yeah. One felt like, hey, well, we got this 3D engine with this weird texture stuff, and uh, let's go for it. Okay, what do you want to do around it? I don't know. I'll freaking shoot shit. You know. I mean, that was kind yeah. of it. But the I new think there's one, a lot less stress on Bioware who did MDK two because um, Nick Broody and Shiny Entertainment. They had been through the '90s. They had been through uh, the grinder because they right. they just every time they turned around, uh, the money people wanted them to be making the next big thing, mm -hmm. and it was always crunch time. Yeah, and uh, these guys were all creative guys, and they wanted to make the best product possible. And so MDK One got cut short uh, in production. It's only a four-hour game. Mm -hmm. um, you can complete it faster than that once you get a little experience at it. Right. And there's, I think there's like six, like six levels or something. And you like, it's, it's, it's fighting boss to boss. It's a little uh, bit of a tech of fighting. demo. It's a tech demo yeah. in a lot of ways. Yes. And it is a tech demo. So MDK one kind of set the stage for what could be done um, with this really wild Nick Broody uh, vision of, of this kind of world. And Bioware just said, we're going to take what you did, this really cool, fun sniping mechanic uh, and a little bit of light platforming. Uh, and, and the sniper is, is the snipe mode is used a lot to, uh, to solve environmental puzzles. Right. Kind of reminds me of Portal mm -hmm. in that fashion because it feels like, you know, you, you've got to do, you're, you're, you're working kind of in a linear fashion uh, and you have halls in between. And then you have to figure out how to get to the next area. Yeah, that's that's that is absolutely using. true. Speaking of which, let's talk about MDK two. Here's here's that intro because I think it's pretty good. Here, Kurt Hectic never wanted to be a hero. He was content with his life and wanted to live out his years in quiet, dignified anonymity. Sadly, it was not to be. Kurt was employed as a janitor for Dr. Fluke Hawkins, eccentric man of science. Mm. The messes were large, but the pay was good. So when Hawkins left, Kurt followed did he know what was to come the doctor had wished for a place away from his detractors away from those that thought him mad with janitor in tow he left the earth vowing to return only when his genius was proven yeah a little more you know a little more uh, all, all told in a comic book format so it's like just this is fantastic as a matter of fact i think some of that might have been used for the mdk sniper edition which i've been desperately trying to find can't find it uh I, kn I knew nothing about this until this past week but apparently there's a sniper edition that's got the first one the second one it's got the comic book stuff it's got mp3s of the soundtracks which are fan freaking tastic tommy yep. Tallarico, yep. 
Um, just an amazing job. It, I, I would love to have the sniper edition. Now, the version we're looking at here is not fair from a retro perspective. We're looking at the PlayStation 2 version of the game. Right. Uh, the now, this I'm was playing, actually but... on the Dreamcast, yeah. PC, right. uh, Mac. So, yeah. It was all over the place, but this version looked the best. Um, they had, like, yeah. specular highlighting on textures and, you know, some stuff that we even still use today when you go buy a brand new game. Uh, just a little more advanced. But it was uh, definitely a jump up. The character is now mm -hmm. a polygonal character, uh, not... 2D sprites that are all mushed together in animation. It's an actual character you move around. And uh, boy, I like this game a lot. Two is good. This one's, yeah, this one doesn't, this one is not as, you, you feel let, you feel the age less. Yeah, in, oh, in my yeah, opinion. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Just visually, but even, even the gameplay. Like, I just feel like it's a better controlling game. The shooting is tighter. I don't, I, you know, I guess I'm going to not blame, but I'm going to give credit to uh, BioWare for that. Oh yeah, um, but Bioware did an, an an very good job of keeping the spirit of the first game and just expanding on it. Yeah, what I would Great really job. like if they made a three, mm -hmm. you keep this high octane run and gun kind of vibe, but there's so much you could do now, dude. Like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. you could make the coolest modern MDK game. Uh, I know, and you wanted to. I I think in some of the interviews I've I've read. Nick is Nick Broody has given a lot of interviews over the years, uh, and I, I, if I remember correctly, and maybe I read this in a wish list somewhere in a forum, um, I, I think he wants to do one. He wants to. He does. It's kind of like a, he he wants to do a third one as a sequel. So he doesn't consider this Bioware MDK two really the sequel to the first one. Really, even though we see it as that. I don't think he sees it because he wanted to finish this. He left because he didn't want to get in the grinder again like they did with Earthworm Jim, where they're just churning out MDK after MDK. So he like bowed out. Yeah. Uh, and so, but he still had passion because this is, if if anything, this is mostly a Nick Rudy vision, right? Yeah. It 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 came out of his head for the most part. He sketched all the stuff out. He had a lot of the ideas and the yeah. He primary did the, game he did the drugs that he designed it on. You know. Like yeah, he, yeah. So he ate the cocaine bar while he did it. He ate, whatever. yeah, yeah. He actually he ate the cocaine bear's poop, and he really just <laughs> went to town. Uh, not wow. that there, there's a lot of people involved as well, but of course, I, of if course. you want to go down whose vision it is, I think it's absolutely his. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he wants to he wants to do a, another one, but he would like to see it like you know maybe in a you know people asked him if you know well what about what about a VR world, and he's like nah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But maybe it'll change his mind. Maybe it will, but don't do VR. Don't I don't think you should worry about VR. I, I don't think it'll go anywhere in VR. I make it VR compatible, but you don't have to just to make it as a regular game and then give people a <laughs> VR mod or something. I just as a VR user, I feel like if I had a sudden ability to zoom that would be required for the speed of this game, I think I would probably puke. <laughs> <laughs> Zooming in really quick like that, I uh, I don't see that being a good thing. It's a lot but, of really quick movement. That yeah, was, really that was the point it, of it. You know, they were trying to create that visceral feeling of just running through these levels. And I don't know, did yeah. a pretty good job of it. I think two I is played, really good. And I would play it again. I played these games on the PlayStation. I purchased the disc. Yeah, you got it, it right here. there. Let's take a look at it. Yeah, let me take a look at it. Okay, let's see. Brian uh, found it somewhere. Do you eBay it? What was the deal? I, I eBayed it. You eBayed yeah, we it? Knock everything off. Uh, this is, I, I purchased this off eBay just about an hour south of me. There was a guy who had one and he sent it to me and it's in great condition. It's a PS one packaged it very well. Ooh, uh, blockbuster on the new, back. 
Look at that. Yeah, it's Blockbuster on the back. If I was worried at first, as I was like, uh oh. I've purchased a Blockbuster, and if you remember how they used to do these discs, they used to put a sticker on the top of the disc, and sometimes that would cause problems if the if the sticker on top wasn't pressed correctly, hmm. it would get wobble. Oh, right? interesting. But this disc is perfect. There's nothing in it. The case just looks like maybe it was something that Sony eventually made make, maybe made an agreement or something with yeah. Uh, yeah. Blockbuster and was shipping these things directly to them. Um, but disc is in excellent condition, um, and I played it on my PlayStation that I have. I got a I got an HDMI adapter so I could plug it in, streamed it. It was a lot of fun. But I was using it, and I had to play it. There's you no know, it, it. I used my original controller, so it's not DualShock, and so it controls funky. I'll bet it, it does. Yeah, yeah. Even on the even on the the default layout on the PC version, which I also played. I played the there's a Windows 95 and a DOS version, which you can pick up on good old games or Steam. I believe I would prefer the good old games if I was doing it. Um, and you use the arrow keys. So this is this is before, wait. Why would you just for just so that we don't run past that? Why do you prefer the good old games version over the Steam? Uh, the good old games version doesn't seem to have as many issues mm. uh, with how it is being. I, I'm not sure if one's a DOS version and the other is a Windows version. I don't know how it could, though, because Windows 95 wouldn't run on a Windows. I, anyway, all I know is everybody was telling me, stay away from the Steam version. is ganky. So Really? Weird. I'm going to go with... I would, assume go the code, with I, I would assume the code bases would be equal or something. I don't know why. You would think so, but that's kind of not been my experience. Now, usually my experience is if it's a DOS game on good old games, their, their DOS box is usually configured properly mm. add the box gotcha whereas on steam it seems to be less uh unified i think mm. it's up to whoever is distributing it and it's not always in the original you know interactive or whoever's interplay it's not with those mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah no totally. so there's probably a little little more difference you know difference. what I, so think? I can't say you're right so you, you're right though i have no personal experience I just know that it seems the common consensus is good old games. Sure. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, It seems to me that the window for to make a new version of this game or even remaster these old ones or remake them or something, that window is either closed or getting close to being closed because there is a whole generation and a half of kids that I feel like do not know what the F this is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. it's, It's hype was a tight little space of window time. Like a little yes. hype blast, like bam, maybe DK, everybody's got to get it, get it, get it, get it. And then no one talked about it anymore. The marketing machine shut down. Nobody was selling new ones. Nobody was talking about them. Mm-hmm. And now MDK is like a relic of the past. Uh, right. That's what I think would hold it back from us getting anything new now. Right. And the value wasn't in, really, the value it wasn't, as I went along, the value doesn't seem to be in the property itself. It seems to be in the talent that was involved. And those guys, moved on to their own personal projects. And I don't think without that passion and vision, I don't think you really go anywhere. Like Bioware could have made an MDK3, but you know, what, what would you do? Because it kind of just took what the original vision was and just, you know, enhanced it. Yeah. There, Bio- there was Bioware, not really anything. I don't think a Bioware even owns the pipe. I mean, they don't own the IP, right? That's still a, no, I don't think so. So a couple of years back, uh, you know, shiny entertainment well, years back, really, they went out of business and then a lot of the stuff went to another person and it, it, a lot of changing of hands of the earthworm gem properties. I'm not sure where the, the IP officially exists with MDK currently. 
Um, so that's that's mm. that is one of the things I didn't get to research yet. No, look at this. Uh, so I'm looking at MDK two. There's a uh, scene where you're fighting a giant boss. I just put it in our Discord. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that. a that's a booty hole. That's what that is. It's a booty. That hole. is absolutely a booty hole. You're supposed to supposed to zoom in with your uh, with your uh, sniper penetrating uh, helmet. Yep. And uh, <laughs> yep, and shoot the booty hole. Yep. Now, does that not look like some Metroid Prime trash right there, man? Everything about nice? it does. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the Samus vibe is real, except when they get goofy. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things I like about Samus is it takes itself very seriously, and yeah. I, it works for Samus or for uh, sorry for Metroid. I feel like this is too uh, wiggy diggy. It's just like hey, you wish yeah. being weird. Let's be weird, but also I remember that sound from the last one. There's a monkey. Would you noise. describe like, it as kind of swing swang? Yeah, swing swang. Kind of sure, swing swang. A bit of swing yeah. swang. Yeah, the the final boss, swing swang. Swing yeah, swang, the final boss. Yeah, with his ain't with his giant space anus that I have to shoot. Space anus. Uh, yeah, it's a cool game. I would. Uh, is there somewhere I could get two? That's like a reasonable place to get to these days absolutely good old uh, good old games has both but once again like i said like you pointed out my bias may be showing a little bit i didn't think about my journalistic uh not being biased until you said well what what sucks about the steam i'm like well i heard and i'm like oh that's not how you that's very biased yeah <laughs> that's not that's not how you can get I mdk2 for 9.99 on steam it's currently at a very yes. positive rating and it's on sale. That was a reason. That was the other reason too. Six ninety nine uh, for uh, is is how much MDK two is on uh, good old games and yeah. six ninety nine for the first one as well. But the convenience yeah. of having it on your Steam Deck may outweigh that. Oh, I see why people are uh, so Windows ten is a problem for this. You can't run this. Yeah, that I've been messing with uh, PCEM this past week, and there's been another one released recently too. Uh, this trying to address um dos emulation there's a lot of projects going on right now that are trying to address um all these games that are just janky just DOS languishing stuff. because we can't we can't get good uh, emulation on dos games you know why because dos sucked dos was not so it's really easy to <laughs> emulate well it's not easy it's easier to emulate for a console like a playstation one that was around for a very long time and did not really deviate from his architecture mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and, but then you get into the pc world and you've got a whole bunch of different uh configurations and possibilities and it gets much more difficult to uh address each one of those sure 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 unless you're doing a hardware level which is what they've been which is where that's going can we talk about this pitch for this this weird 2d thing they did um, I love the pitch because they 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 fake you out they they start out with the the earthworm gym uh, kind of style, and they yeah, because they were it. like, "Hey, it. we did Earthworm Jim. Now comes our next awesome thing, and it looks like a two D platformer." And they, that's where they write "Murder, Death, Kill." By the way, is in that? Yeah, they definitely. They yeah, that's that's the reason why I'm like, oh yeah, it was originally going to be it murder, was going to be kill, Murder, is, Death, Kill. Yeah, yeah. And look at him. This and is your dude. He's got a sniper head. He's got all his business going on. But then he realizes, oh shit, I'm actually in a three D game. Check it out, everybody. I'm three D. I would play this. By the way, I would play this Earthworm Jim uh, amalgamation of MDK. I, I love it. In a heartbeat. Yeah. With all haste would I play that. <laughs> and I would have watched the movie uh, that never transpired. They were trying to get an Earthworm Jim movie going on, and they were yeah. trying to get a movie for, for this as well. I think the guys who, if I remember correctly, I think the guys who did Reboot, 
you remember that? Uh, I do remember. Yeah, right? that horrible. Uh, we all thought it was great at the time. It was pretty bad. Yes. Yeah. Early 3D animation stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they were in line to try to make an MDK movie, which I would have loved, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but that never came Well, to me, as is... of 2021, Earthworm Jim, the TV series, is in development at Interplay Entertainment. That is happening, supposedly. Right. Although we haven't seen anything mm-hmm. since then. It's been a couple of years now. Uh, MDK, nowhere to be found. Nobody's doing that. Yeah, nothing's going on with MDK. I, I did a deep search everywhere to find. I was like, come on, anything, anything yeah. with some MDK in it. But I, I couldn't find anything. So this is one of those times, and we come across it occasionally, where something lives and it dies in the past. This this lived in the late, you know, mid-late 80s, like 80s, high, mid 90s. to late 90s yeah. into the early 2000s with an HD remaster. And I think he made it to the Wii. Yeah, I did. and uh, and then it just kind of disappeared. That was it. Yep, no one, no one yeah. remembers. That's why we're here. To bring we it back remember. Up. Play Petro, retro remembers. Petrod Farm remembers. So check this out. Um, I want to read a quote about this upcoming Earthworm Jim series from an executive at uh, uh, Interplay. All right, Interplay. these people all sound like dummies to me, but listen to what, how he says it. <laughs> I remember loving Earthworm Jim as a as a kid, and yeah. there's so much potential in this storied universe. A galaxy full of animals battling for power. Jim is an earthworm in a universe where Earth is nothing more than a myth. His struggle to find meaning is surreal and comical, but also relatable. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. Now, Interplay has... I don't know how to take this, but there is on the Bluebird site that we... For some reason, keep talking about I don't know why. um, That... Is Interplay Games, mm. and they did blast out a tweet a couple of years back saying, uh, you know, uh, MDK three, you know, all hyping and hyping us up. I guess to see what the temperature of the room was, maybe. Mm. I don't know, but that just that, don't do that. But they did that. You know, they they did a little stuff with Earthworm Jim. We talked about a couple of what four or five episodes ago, where yeah. um, you know they were they did some animated stuff and they were looking. at doing a new game and stuff and yeah. i don't know it's yeah. just we don't know what they're doing we don't it's know. just sad to see because the intellectual property is just you know we don't need i don't know where they're at the chat room is uh thinking that it could possibly be on amazon game studios could be oh. a possibility sure. there uh pixel rages is i i believe you know is, is maybe with a little bit of research i usually love I'd pixel rages usually knows well so, he's, he's been right know. before um right. look right they got listen to the games they have coming you ready for this this is uh, Amazon Games. Blue Protocol. Some kind of anime. Blue Protocol. Uh, Lost Ark uh, 2023 content. We knew about that. New World Season 1 Fellowship and Fire now available. And then finally, nothing else. That's all they have listed. And then finally, you got nothing else. Uh, there's a games button. Let me look further. Okay, so Lost Ark, of course. Blue Protocol, whatever. Uh, New World already knew. No, that's all they got. They have nothing else here. Right. So if they are working on that, they're being quiet about it. All right. Right. But you never know. Jeff Bezos. You never know. You never know. Does Interplay even, I guess they still exist, right? Yeah. I mean, but is it it only in name or is it? I don't think they're making games. I think they're just like an IP company now, right? Right. I think so. Because that's kind of what, I think that's when, I think that's what they end up doing. They just sold all the IP stuff and then they just license it out. If you go to Interplay's website, they do have MDK and MDK2 on their on their website. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Here, I can tell you right now. Um, 
But I think somebody else owns all this stuff at a different level and they're licensing it out. It's, it gets complicated. I don't understand none of this part. Oh, of it. they still own. So Black Isle Studios and Interplay Discovery are both working studios. So, yeah, I guess they still publish. Right. I just don't see but them anymore again, like we used to. When we were younger, you saw Interplay on it, like, especially in the PC side of things, everywhere. Right. Around everything. Yeah. It was the stuff, and that's that. That's the reason why they were to push, you know, places like Shiny Entertainment around. Even though we had some of the, you know, great designers and developers, yeah. you know, they were able to push them into working crazy hours and crazy schedules, and you know, beat the clock and all this other stuff. Yeah, it was the way of things. It was the way of things. It's still the way of things. I agree. Um, well, all right, go check it out. Lots of video online. Lots of other stuff. If you don't want to go through the trouble of playing it, but if you do, Steam, good old games, emulation, real hardware, all those options are there. I think it's probably worth your time to at least, I don't know, dabble I mean, if you in like, MDK. If you like uh, uh, ribbon kind of parachutes and arm <laughs> Uzis and, you know, sniper helmets that can let you zoom in literally to, to the point where you can see their, you know, the, the enemy's eyes. Yep. And usually they're, they're like dancing around or making fun of you. So it's even more satisfying to shoot them and kill them. Watch their green blood spill yeah. out. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty fantastic. I played I played the MDK 2 on my Dreamcast mm. and the Japanese import on that. I sent you the, did you get my image of the VMU unit? Yeah, I with did. The, with the great. chibi. Yep. Yeah, I had the little had the little chibi looking uh, coil suit. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yep. Um, that's what but, those were good for. That's about all they were yeah, good for, but I loved it. But still, it, it was, I had a good time. You won't hear me complain about that. I think that's a rad thing they used to do. I like it. Yeah. They just weren't very And if capable, you haven't heard, like, the, if you do nothing else, yeah. even if you're like, ah, none of that sounds good to me, I, I promise you, if you look on YouTube for the Tommy uh, Tallarico uh, MDK uh, music, you will have a good time because he's got all these great variations on James Bond-type themes. It really did feel like you were kind of like some kind of futuristic James mm-hmm. Bond just whooping ass just in this game. Tommy, uh, so Tommy Tallarico sounds like a guy who races in NASCAR, doesn't it? <laughs> and we got Tommy like Tallarico coming wrong. around the bend. It sounds just like that to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, there you have that. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. Let us now dive into this. Destroy it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're going to talk about games that we have to guess. Okay. We're going to play audio from them. It's called Guess My Game. I'm going to play a little bit of audio for Brian to start us off. It's going to be an old game. He's going to know the year and the console, and that's all he's going to know. But he has three questions. If uh, he gets them all wrong and still guesses wrong, well, he loses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then he's just a flat out Then loser. he's just screwed. Yeah, there's no other way around it. So I'm going to go ahead and start my audio and see if you know what this is. The hints are Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and the year is 1992. All right? Some right. 31 years ago almost, this game came out. That's weird. Uh, here it is. The Seinfeld? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah, that first part kind of did. Let's go back. Oh, it does sound like that. <laughs> Definitely not a Seinfeld game. I don't know. I like this vibe. 
1992. SNES 92. Everything is cool. Listen to our song. <laughs> wow, that is some Seinfeld sounding instrument there, boy. I agree. Any guesses thus far? Um, is is this a, a, a puzzle game? It is. Um, is it a puzzle game? That's a fascinating question because you could make an argument that it is. There are there. So there is puzzle elements to it. Okay. So, but it's not primarily a puzzle game. Yeah. Yeah. Just to refine that question. Yeah. And you're going to be annoyed when you find out what it is, unless you guess it, because you're going to go, wait, how'd you get puzzled? But you may agree with me too. I'm not sure on that. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, A lot of games include puzzling elements, as long as it's not the primary Uh thing. Okay. Yep. Um, because it kind of feels like a, you know like a a match three kind of thing or something or a little bit right Tetris or something. Um, is it based on an uh, an intellectual property? Like, is there is there a series? <laughs> That's another game? great question because <laughs> let's say nobody owns. Okay, I'll answer your question. Nobody right. owns this intellectual property, but it is absolutely an intellectual property. Okay. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's a little like Tugboat Willie we talked about. It's, it, it, right. No one ever has owned this one, though. It's, let's say it's right. an ancient IP and anyone I can think make it's Steamboat a version Willie, of it. but I like Tugboat Willie. Oh, did I well. say Tugboat okay. Willie? It may, maybe it is Tugboat Willie. I think pretty sure Steamboat. Okay. Oh, no, it's Steamboat. You're right. <laughs> uh, but it's, but it, but it's so old. No one's ever really owned the rights to it. But, right, but right. It's still okay, a intellectual. Okay. I got it's you. An IP. I feel you. Yeah. I guess I it's feel not you. A... That's, those, are, those, are, those are going places. Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out what kind of game mechanic would go with this kind of music because I'm not hearing any effects either. So it almost sounds like all music. Yeah. It is. Is there an element of collecting in this game? Do you collect a lot of things? This is so funny the way you're asking these. <laughs> Because, kind of, but not. It's not. The, uh, yes, you collect things, but not in the way you're thinking of. You collect them by okay. capturing them, killing them, capturing them. Okay. Interesting. These are wild questions, and when I tell you the answer, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's that, that's why this is so weird." And no, none of it's helped you, has it? <laughs> no. Um. I'll give you a hint. Okay. These do 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 here. I'll play a little bit. Those things, each one of those sound things is tied to a movement. If that helps. Okay. Like I said, it it felt like some kind of Tetris game, but I don't think it's Tetris. It's definitely not Tetris. Is it uh, (laughs) It's based on something old? It could be anything. Is it dominoes of some sort? (laughs) SNES's SNES's Nintendo Dominoes. Incorrect. No idea. You are wrong. I will now tell you the answer. It's going to annoy you probably. Um, The game that we've been talking about is Chess Master for the Super Nintendo. Chess Master. Damn it. Do you see why the chess part's complicated with the questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of an IP, but it's not really owned by anybody. But you can all make a thing based on it if you want to. Uh, it is collecting things, but really you're, you're yeah, capturing yeah, you're them. Collecting, yeah, yeah, I, um, I see it. What was the other thing you asked? Uh, pu- oh, is it puzzle-like? And it puzzle, kind of yeah. is a little it bit? puzzly. Yeah, I can see that. So this, this was a Just, weird one. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. So there's your answer. 
It's uh, yeah, I like that. Nine ninety two SNES. Yeah, chess every master. every chess move was this, made that little music, and your side was do 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 do, and the white side, which was computer controlled, would go do 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 do. I think you'd do two player on that. Right. Um, Interesting. And then if the if something captured something, it was like dun dun dun. Like I got more, you know, weird. But there you go. Chess Master, nineteen ninety two, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Brian, Systems. tell me about your uh, your thing here. What do we got? Uh, so, in honor of uh, before we do another episode of Play Retro, yeah. and this is this is going to be easy because you're going to hear it right away. Yeah. This has to do with May the fifth, but. Um, it is PC, and the year is 1997. 97. It's going to have to do with May the 5th. Yes, and um, I'll tell you this. You'll probably know what area in franchise is from almost immediately, but will you get what the game is? Mm, let's give it a shot and PC, find out. PC, 1997. All right, here we go. Oh, it's Star Wars. Captain Solo's turn. Any questions? It's definitely Star Wars. Um. Captain Solo steps to TIE Fighter. I'd forgotten how much I hate space travel. Is this, uh, it's 97. Yeah, here is 1997 for the PC. PC and anything else, or just PC? Uh, did it come out anything? No, just Windows. It was just, just Windows. Windows. Mm-hmm. Only at Windows. Only Windows. That's the kicker here. Yeah. Um. Lord Vader's turn. <laughs> Lord Vader. Wait, his turn? <laughs> it's someone's taking turns. Oh my gosh. Anyone in the chat have it? I'm not looking. Captain Solo's no. Turn. Captain Solo's turn. Turn based? Yes. Is that your question? Yeah, is it turn based? Yeah, it is turn based. Yes. Absolutely turn based. Is it. My second question is Is it a Star Wars chess game? <laughs> I wish there was, there actually was a Star Wars chess game, and yeah, I like thought the about getting it. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, hollow chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is not. Okay, well, it's definitely not any of the sim games like Tie Fighter and X Wing and stuff. Those were all like sim sim space games, right? So I was thinking of those at first, but if it's someone's turn, Lord Vader's turn. <laughs> This is hard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. It's, it's, it comes off first like, oh, I got it. All no right. problem. Final question. Star Wars. Is yeah. it a multiplayer game? Yes. I mean, turns in 97. Jeez. I'm going to say pinball. Star Wars pinball. Oh, I'm sorry. The answer I was looking for is Monopoly Star Wars. Shit. CD-ROM edition. Gosh dang it. <laughs> so we have the droids and me, just standing and around going, got, it's your turn. Play this game. We've got to play this. We've got to stream this one night. But what if I hate I Monopoly? It. What if I hate Monopoly, Brian? It, that's all the more reason to play it. Really? Why? It's, it's Monopoly. Because it's one of those things where it's just... 
It's just like, oh, it had to be so frustrating. I would love to hear you be frustrated with this game. All right. It's like what the properties are like, I don't know, a tattooing yeah. or whatever. Everything you would guess. Everything okay. that you think it would be is that. <laughs> does it look it's like that. does it look like yeah. ass? Like how does it look? It probably looks bad. No, it looks really good actually for a game from nineteen uh what ninety seven is it, I think it was. It looks really good actually. Monopoly. I thought it looked it actually looks a little more modern than it actually is. And it's up to four players. Uh and you could play uh, up to three AI players if you want to if you want to play solo <laughs> oh i see what you did i see what you did yeah there. yeah this is a lucas arts joint or who made this no this is a this is a an artec studios and it was published by hasbro of course since it's monopoly yeah um rs tech you may know from uh let's see what they did um they did some bunch of older stuff uh dark castle crystal ponies tail breakthrough let oh me see gosh, fight look at, night look at some of this movement stuff this is kind of funny. i know i lo- i like it look at this i think we'd have fun playing this uh, even if you hate a monopoly i think this would still be you I know what i might enjoy awesome. i might enjoy this yeah yeah although why is r2's head just his head with a couple of arms floating around i don't like that, <laughs> that it is weird wrong. isn't it yeah. is it even r2 i don't know or is it some kind of it looks like other him. droid. It might be. It looks like him. Monopoly though. droid. And he made Banker the droid. He made the beep noises like R two. I don't know. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like you can shoot the dice. You shoot the dice. That's how you roll them. All right, I could be convinced. Maybe. Yeah. Look at this X wing. Look at this thing. Look I mean, it looks like shit, but I think it looks play. like ass. But I love it. Look at this little head first R two <laughs> unit. Oh my gosh! All right. And all the all the pieces when you first start look like they're the pewter. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the old the characters and stuff, like the shoe and the car and all that stuff. But you yeah, get these yeah. nice little clips and everything, full motion video stuff. Yeah, the models are bad. That that's that Darth Vader here. Her, let me pause that. Yeah, that Darth Vader. He's he's skipping leg day. He's got to get in there. <laughs> Look at that he's got lava legs. Yeah, he's yeah. Got lava legs <laughs> because it's he bad. had the lower ground. See, so he couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Didn't this work is, out so well, did it? Something up with these pants. It's almost like Lego Star Wars, but he got like melted and elongated or something. I don't know. Yeah, why. yeah. I don't know how to I love it. I don't know how to rectify that in my head. All right. Uh, well, well done. We both lost. We both lost, and uh, <laughs> that feels great. Feels great to lose to Brian. And you know? may uh, the fourth be with you. Ab- oh, I hate saying that. All right, moving yeah. on. Let's do some of this here stuff. Welcome to the treasure room. Yep, that's right. Time for us to do an email. Uh, this week, it's just email. Let's do this email. You ready for this? Do it. Uh, PlayRetroShow at gmail.com. You can also send your text to 801-471-0462. We have a few built up. I just didn't get time to get one, but don't worry. Those are coming. And uh, you can leave us voicemails there as well. Here's the email from Kyle who says, Hello there. I'd like to suggest the Wario games for a future show. <laughs> Wario made his debut as the villain in Super Mario Land 2. Uh, having taken control of Mario's castle while he was away in Super Mario Land 1. Uh, by the way, it was never Mario's castle, okay? Well, I mean, didn't he kill and take the castle? Isn't that the... Uh, I don't think he did. Did he ever like, didn't take Didn't he kill the Bowser and, and, and take his castle? Wasn't that the whole rub? I thought or was he... it the princess's castle and he's just hanging out? Yeah, in. I thought he was just hanging out with her. Plus, he had to go back to his fledgling plumber job that he had but i thought she was in a different castle she always so it shouldn't have been her she castle, was never right? in the right castle i don't think right so she did she even the, have a castle she was in know. white castle stuffing down burgers <laughs> she's in another white castle another she's in another white castle is a great way to mod that game anyway there are five <laughs> wario land games one through four and a virtual boy game virtu- virtual boy game 
Yeah. The games are unique platformers that feel totally different from the Mario games. I agree. I like Wario Land 3 and 4, I believe. Yeah. Uh, 3 is on Nintendo Switch Online and is a full-on Metroidvania game. That's true. I haven't really thought of it that way, but it is. Excuse me. And all the games have multiple endings. I'm disappointed I haven't found any platformers in modern times that play similar to them. I'll bet we get emails about some that do. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. After the land I can't games, think of anything, but you know how the emails come. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you also need to do the Wario uh, WarioWare games. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, these games were interesting collections of mini games that were introduced to a whole cast of characters, and they're absurdly fun. Of course. Uh, I mean, I played the shit out of mine. Scott is a huge Wario fan. Huge fan. Love Wario. Across the board. And I love Waluigi. I hate him. Waluigi sucks donkey turds. He's the worst. (laughs) But Waluigi holds no lantern to (laughs) Wario. Wario's like, I'm going to win. He's just just an a-hole. And I love him. Anyway, uh, it says, funny, Scott was just talking about WarioWare. Touched on the River City Ransom episode uh, as I was typing this. You guys have already covered Mario, but if Mario, uh, but if Sorry, if the Mario movie has you in the mood again, Wario was certainly worthy of an episode. Keep up the yeah. fantastic shows, Kyle. Kyle, you got it, man. We'll put. Wario I think it's on a great list. idea. Once we get back around to the arcades and start heading back into Nintendo Universe, I think that might be uh, up there on the list. I agree. Why not? Why not do that? Yeah. Um, we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss that more. But next week, this is the important bit. But, next week. Oh, why is that playing there? That shouldn't. Be oh, there. I don't know. But just be just be sure that when we say we would like to do that. Like, we would like to do a Star Wars-based episode around May the 4th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we didn't do. We didn't do it. Things change. Yeah. So, sometimes we just talk, right? We yep. just we, we try to do it, but sometimes we just things don't work out. I felt a little bad about that, but not really. I did feel a little bit bad, because I totally forgot we said we was going to try to do that. Yeah, but I, it's okay. Super next Star year. Wars uh, trilogy, we'll, we'll wait for a different time. Yeah, next uh, year. But next week, we are doing one of my favorite games of all time. And it's going to be the series known as the Twisted Metal series. Yes, I'm so excited, especially with that new series uh, just being announced as well. So new TV not time series, to get yeah. in some Twisted Metal. Is that Peacock or Paramount? I forgot. Um, P it is. I, is Peacock, I think. Pe- Peacock? I think, I think Peacock. you're right. Well, that would be an NBC joint, right? Yeah, Peacock, the one you pay for, and also Freecock, the free one. You get both those. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Twisted Metal is, uh, you know, we're dipping into PlayStation 1 era like we did today. Some of you think that's not retro enough, but um, I think Twisted Metal deserves some discussion. And 1 and 2 absorbed my life for for a long time. Right. Uh, so uh, did- I think it is because uh, Twisted Metal, the first one was, what, what uh, like the... Fr- October, like October of 2000? I no, mean, something even like that. Maybe earlier even sooner than that. than that. Yeah, it was like 96, Oh, first release, 1995. Yeah, 1995 was the first one. Was yeah, it, it fits. It's very old. Oh, yeah. It's uh, very comfy. And I played that. Oh, my gosh, dude. I played that game so much. We loved the Twisted Metal games. Yeah. Uh, and I'm super sad Sony it's has It's a demolition derby. I mean, what, what, what can't you enjoy... Well, it's more than that. It's derby. shooting each other and throwing bombs at each other and stuff you could never yeah. do in a derby. And not only that... Like today, we live in an era of a bunch of really popular and successful battle royales. Why is one of those not Twisted Metal, Sony? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you even what doing? Are Just you making, even doing selling series to the the, the Peacock? Yeah, Come on. we're making Peacock and not enough Drive Cock. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk all about it. That'll be next <laughs> week, right here on the show, and we may even bring up Black. We're not going to talk about. Twist Metal Black too much, but Black is worth discussion. Oh, it's good. It'll, it'll work its way into conversation. That was yeah. a PS2 era game, yep. right? Yep, PS2. Yeah, that was was that a, was that kind of like Twisted Metal 
five, I think, because I think it went up to, to four on the PlayStation One, and then I think they jumped four to, on the uh, one. I know, black. I know, the PSP had a couple or one at least. Yeah, I don't remember what that yeah. was. If that was numbered or not, I don't remember. We're we're gonna dig deep and find out for you. You guys don't at home don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it. We're gonna do it. Yeah, you you relax. We're gonna go do some homework. Yeah, we got this covered for you. Don't worry about it. I do want to mention some patrons though. Because we had a bunch since last time we spoke. Yes. Patreon.com slash PlayRetro has seen the addition of Phil Welch, Josh Cronin, Ulf Skoglund. Skoglund? That's a great name. Chris Munson, name. Matt Peterson, B-Rad 1978. Yeah! 78, baby! Yep. And Gabriel Grimm, who has a dark Ooh. story to tell us. Oh, sure does. Uh, those How's folks going, all Gabriel? joined us because they don't want commercials. They want, Mm-mm. you know, pre-show content every week, both video and audio now, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Monthly mm-hmm. benefits uh, all up and down that biznatch. So go read it and find out why you should be a member of the Play Retro Patreon at patreon.com slash playretro. In the meantime, Play Retro can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us reviews if you can. Playretroshow at gmail.com, 801-471-0462 is our uh, hotline. Leave voicemails there, text, all, all that stuff. And, uh, of course, frogpants.com slash playretro. Brian, I think we've done it. I think we made a show, and I thought it was fantastic, and I can't wait to hear what you people had to say about my keyboards. Who are you calling you people? Just kidding. You people. Uh, until next week, we'll, uh, we'll miss you all, but go play something retro and come back real soon. You hear? If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. The messes were large, but the pay was good. Yeah.